You're listening to the Christian Indie Artists and Songwriters Podcast, the place where faith, music, and life intersect. We exist to help Christian indie artists and songwriters just like you get songs heard. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Christian Indie Artists and Songwriters Podcast. I'm your host, Brian, and on today's episode, we will be talking about renovations. But before we get to that, I've got a gift for you. So over the past year, we have been releasing weekly content every single Friday to help you on your music journey. Now, these are things like step-by-step guides on how to pitch songs on Spotify to how to hack the Spotify algorithm, songwriting challenges, how to release covers, how to release the same song multiple times, also practical things like how do you build a home studio, all the different elements that you need for that. So over the past year, we've been doing that and we love doing it and look forward to keep doing it. But to celebrate, we collected our favorite 27 guides, put them all into one download, and you can get instant access to that by clicking the link below. So 27 guides, all you have to do if you're here on YouTube is click the link below. If you are listening to the podcast on your favorite podcast app, just go down to the description. You'll find a link there right at the top. Download that link and you will get those through an email. All you have to do is put in your email address and your name and you will get those right away. And I hope that you do because they are made to help you, encourage you. And we believe that you can do this and we want to help any way we can. So make sure to click the link and get those guides. So today's content is all about renovating. Let's start with a story. So back at Easter weekend of this year, 2021, I went into the kitchen to make some coffee for my wife and I heard a squishing sound under the tile. And I thought to myself, that can't be good. So sure enough, we had a sink leak that basically flooded our entire kitchen under our tile, ruined our cabinets and it was not fun. So actually the week after our CIS retreat, we had mold people come in, they tore out our kitchen cabinets, all of them are gone, sink, everything gone. And then we were out of the house for a week while they were doing that mold stuff, everything came back great, so that was awesome. But now we're in the process of waiting for new cabinets and countertops and all these things to come in and dealing with insurance and it's been wild, it's almost been a month now. So renovation is definitely on the front of our minds here. And I thought that really applied to our music journeys because looking into what we do is a great way to understand what we can do at our best ability is looking at what we do, how we do it, and if we can do it better, can we cut things out? Can we renovate certain areas? So we're gonna cover seven ideas here. And my hope is that it sparks some ideas for you to dig into your own journey and hopefully figure out what you can do and what you can do even better. So let's jump into the first thing, which is social media. We all know that social media is a necessary evil. Some of us love it, some of us hate it, but either way, there's a lot of benefit And honestly, it can create a music journey for us that we could only dream of years ago. Back only a few years ago, unless you had a record label and a record deal, it was really difficult to get your name out there, to get your songs in stores, to get your songs even heard in the first place, other than burning CDs and kind of handing them out of shows and things. But now through the internet and social media and streaming platforms, we can literally create music at home and it can be heard all over the world, which is an incredible thing. But looking at social media as a whole, they're always changing their rules. They're always changing the algorithm. They're always changing the way they operate. You know, they're rolling out new features. And that's a side tip that if 
a platform like Instagram rolls out a new feature, I know that Reels isn't brand new, but when they roll out Reels, they're encouraging their users to upload to Reels. In fact, they want you to use all of their features. And when you use all their features, the algorithm apparently will reward you. So we experiment with that. And I suggest you do the same thing. So anytime you see a social media platform roll out a new feature, use it because it makes sense. They want the other people to use it. They put time into developing this thing. So if you use it, they're going to push your content out further to hopefully inspire other people to use that new feature as well. So with that in mind, you know, if you posted a certain way on Instagram a year, two years ago, and it worked really well, you got tons of views and it was like, well, what happened? Why doesn't that happen anymore? It's because we're kind of operating in the old way of thinking. So renovating the way we approach social media is really key to getting the most out of it because we can stay connected. We can build new relationships. We can find new fans, find new followers, and actually impact people through it. But only that will only occur if we're using these tools in the newest, freshest way that they kind of want us to. And on a completely other note, some new platforms pop up like TikTok now. It's been around for a few years now, but obviously it's at a, a peak right now. I mean, there's people that are getting millions and millions of views. And honestly, we've had a few viral videos ourselves. But if we weren't kind of paying attention to the way those platforms worked and the kind of content they're looking for, we would have no chance to have that happen. So as we renovate our social media game, when we look at how we can do it better, it's a way to honestly make maximum impact in what we're doing. So the next thing is our Spotify artist profile. So Spotify is the largest streaming platform. Over 60% of all streams come through Spotify. So it's a really powerful platform. And the thing that's great about Spotify is there's a lot of functionality and a lot of customization within your artist profile through the Spotify for Artists app. So you can go and you can update your bio, you can update your photos, you can update the artist pick, meaning your playlist, your favorite song, whatever you want to put there. And I suggest that you do that because on Spotify, that's the first impression someone will have of you when if they hear your song in a playlist and they want to follow it back to your profile and then they find your profile and you have an up-to-date profile, you've got new photos, you've got up-to-date tour dates, you've got your latest song, you've got an artist pick, you have a bio that's all up-to-date. That's going to show that person that's digging into you that you are an active artist. Because if they go to your profile and they see, you know, a picture that's 10 years old and they're like, well, this person doesn't even look like this person anymore. They might think, well, is this person active? Are they going to be sending new music? Can I kind of get into their world? So just doing little things like making sure our bio is up to date. Have we moved? Have you moved recently so that your bio reflects that? Have you done a photo shoot lately so that you can kind of upload those photos? Have you created a new playlist and you want to feature that or your latest single feature that in your artist pick section? Just these little things that will help fans and followers find you and know that you're a legitimate artist who's active and then they can jump into your world and kind of follow along on the ride. Next thing we want to do is we want to make sure that our website is renovated. Now, just like with the Spotify for Artists profile, we want all of that information to be up to date. We want it to point to who we are as an artist, but the website is the general hub for our entire artistry. So there's a lot of debate back and forth where do you need a website as an artist? Or do you not need one as an artist? I definitely feel that you do and you should have one as an artist because that is what you control. We don't control the algorithm on Spotify. We don't control the algorithm on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or anywhere. But on our website, we kind of control the way that that works. So 
it's really valuable and really important to have a great website. And two, just a side note, there's it's something that legitimizes you as an artist. If you spent the time and the energy and the resources to set up your website and buy the .com and you have an artist name .com, someone's going to take you more seriously. And if websites building is not your thing, because it can be really difficult. If you look back a few episodes ago, we interviewed Leah Hale from Virtue Design. She will host your entire website for $50 a month, super professional. She'll design it. She'll bounce it back and forth. It can be just the way that you want it and through the themes. And for $50 a month, you can have a professional website. So I would recommend that you do that. Check out that episode and go reach out to Leah if you don't want to make one for your own. But I would definitely say to get one. Well, with that too, like having that all up to date and having that represent your artistry is really important to make sure that people get a full view of who you are, what you do, and they will follow you because of that, because they know that they can trust you, they know that you're active, and they know that you are really doing this. So another really important aspect of keeping things renovated, new, and fresh is our photos. As we know, photo and video is the way that we connect. Also written, but even photos and video kind of go with all written posts. So having up-to-date professional photos is really key, and it's a great way for people to kind of get to know you, kind of get to know your style, and your vibe and your image through your photos. So making sure that we have new photos, making sure that we have well-edited photos. And the great news is that with our phones, we can take highly professional photos with our pocket. We just need to get in front of a window, get some natural light, or even if you buy an inexpensive lighting setup and you can get really great photos with your phone, or if you have a DSLR camera, or if photos isn't your gifting, it's not your thing, there's a, a ton of great photographers out there that would do an amazing job partnering with you to get professional, up-to-date photos. Now, if we're modeling ourselves after label artists, they typically will do a complete image rebrand every album cycle. It's not similar. It's not exactly the same now that even label artists are releasing singles frequently. However, they're kind of always keeping fresh photos and content out in front. So we want to model that same thing. Do we need to take a new photo shoot every month? Maybe not, but maybe once a year, refresh, have something new and get a bunch of photos taken. You know, like Erin Michelle said on her episode, show up to the photo shoot with a bunch of different outfits so you can really kind of spread that content out over a long period of time because that's how you're connected with your audiences through your photos. So making sure that your photos are up to date, they represent who you are as an artist now, and then when they have kind of run their course, getting new photos made will be a great way to renovate your artistry and let people know that you're an active artist. And that could be something as simple as having fresh photos taken of you pretty regularly. Okay, so the next thing that I feel like it's important to have renovated is our relationships. We all know that the music industry and life in general is relational, but not every relationship is good, right? Relationships may be one-sided. We've all been there in relationships that maybe aren't as healthy as we want them to be. So doing kind of an audit of those relationships is really important because when you find a good partnership, it can skyrocket exponentially. But if you find one that maybe isn't beneficial, it could keep you in place or even make you go backwards. So evaluating each relationship and making sure that you're able to serve that person and they're able to serve you in an equal way that it's clear can be really helpful because again, what is failure? I'm not sure. I feel like it's abstract. But if you are working with people that align with what you're trying to do, it's obviously going to help propel you in the right direction. And if you're working with people that maybe are not 
considering you, they're more considering what they are after. It could kind of hold you in place perhaps, or bring you, like I said, it could bring you backwards. So renovating our relationships, making sure everything that we're doing is with the right people that we're called to be with is a great way to continue to move forward and make maximum impact on our journey. Okay. So number six is branding. So I don't know if you've noticed, but each point kind of works into the next. So branding is sort of the overall look and image and vibe and messaging of what we're doing. So obviously, it's really important to make sure that we're kind of cutting out stuff that maybe we used to do, you know, maybe when we started, we wanted to be like a heavy metal guy or girl. And now we're kind of doing more of the singer songwriter thing. So we don't necessarily want to post pictures or message in a certain way to where it points to that sort of old style or the old thing that we were doing. So continuing to look at what we're doing is really crucial. And that comes down to, like we mentioned, the photos we take, the bios we write, the posts we make. It's all about branding. It's all about messaging. And the way that we use the words we use is what introduces us to people. And by being clear on that, and being intentional on that. That way we can give people a real glimpse into who we are and who we're trying to be as an artist because we can't be all things to all people. So if we're clear and we're making sure that we're keeping up to date with our style and our posts and the things that we're doing, the people that we're writing with, the people that we're recording with, the people that we're working with, all of these things are our branding overall. And whether you're working with an agency or yourself, it doesn't matter. It's making sure that you're being clear on how you want yourself to be presented or represented is really important. And that's the kind of thing that will bring fans into your world that will stick around because they understand who you are, what they're getting into, and then they're going to jump on the journey for the long run. And the last piece of this is number seven is our mission. Now, we did some content a few weeks ago on creating a vision statement as an artist. So go check that out. That's in a blog section. However, our vision and mission is so crucial. And I know for a lot of us, we may not have one. We may not have a vision statement or a mission statement for what we're doing. We're just feeling like, well, I'm just trying to make music. Like, that's that's my mission. But I think whether we realize it or not, there's an overarching theme. There's an overarching purpose we feel that... Sure, the music is the catalyst. The music is the way that we maybe share our message. But we're sharing our message through the music, through our posts, through our relationships. It all kind of comes through that. So making sure that we are really intentional on our mission is a way to make maximum impact. So one thing I've learned is, I know for me this wasn't easy. This is a thing that I considered and, and prayed over for a long time, but God showed me a few years ago that my personal purpose is to share God's love for the power of music. So that filters through everything I do in business-wise and everything in general, with my family, with everything. But I will do things based on that because if it doesn't align with that mission or that vision, then that means it's not the direction I'm supposed to be going. So same thing goes for you on your journey. What do you feel is your mission? And this is something that can be tweaked over time. You know, you may start off in one thing and as you go, your mission may grow because you've kind of achieved certain things and then it kind of leads you to the next thing because that's how life goes, right? It's one door, it opens to a new room and then a new room and a new room and you keep going as you go. But looking into that missional aspect 
can be the filter for everything you do because you may say, hey, I'm definitely going to seek out these types of opportunities because those are the things that align with my mission. But these kind of things don't. Maybe that can even filter back to the relationships. That can filter back into the types of pictures that we we take, the photos that we have of ourselves, that it all kind of aligns with the mission. So being really clear on what that is, is the thing that will make you know where you're heading. And again, just like with the branding aspect, because People will understand where you're heading and they will jump on to that path with you because they can kind of tell where you're going and they believe in what you're doing. But we only can kind of get there if we renovate our mission to sort of know exactly where we're heading overall. So those are seven ideas that I wanted to present for you to look at your artistry, look at what you're doing and figure out ways to do that as efficiently as you can. And of course, we can't always be 100% efficient. Not Nothing is perfect, of course. However, kind of looking at it step by step, Don't I hope it doesn't overwhelm you. You can kind of look at like, okay, let's look at one thing. Let's look at social media. Let's just kind of focus on that. What ways can I do that maybe better? Then let's look at photos. How long has it been since I've done photos? Maybe I need to set up a new thing. Maybe my mission, my vision statement. Maybe I have to write one. Or maybe I have to tweak the one I already have. Whatever that might be, kind of take it step by step. But I think it's the combination in the constant auditing, looking into what we're doing is what can ultimately make us streamlined and make us have greatest impact because there's so many things that we can kind of get into that might be a waste of time or they might kind of pull us off course because we feel like, oh, that's the thing we're supposed to be chasing. But really, we kind of know in our discernment and our spirit that maybe that's not it, but we just feel like because our hero is doing that or because that person we admire is doing that. Maybe that's something we should do too. And maybe we should go that direction. Maybe we should sing that way. Maybe we should write those kind of songs. And of course we all model other people. We're all inspired because really we're the sum of everything that inspires us is who we are. Right. But kind of thinking in terms of getting specific, kind of tightening up in every area we can will ultimately help us be as lean and mean as we can be as we kind of go into this this music journey. And that only comes through the pruning process, the renovation process. So I'm sure that you have probably have a ton of other ideas of areas you can look into. I have a few other ideas as well, but kind of start somewhere, start the process somewhere, and then you kind of go from there. So before we go, I have two things. Reminder, click the link below, get our 27 guides. Those are for you to help you on your journey. Simple, just put in your name and your email, sent you an email, and you will get those guides right away. Second thing, speaking of websites, because I always practice what we preach, this is the first time we're announcing this, but we have a brand new website, www.brianbolivermusic.com, and the website is really for you. There's a CIS page with the podcast, with the playlist submission, with all kinds of helpful tools to help you on your journey. That's what we feel like. That's the purpose. You know, our vision is to help Christian artists and songwriters just like you get songs heard. And that's what this website's for. So go check it out. There's going to be a link below. Also too, the 27 guides are there as well. So if you head over to the CIS page first, then you can download the guides there too, along with a ton of other resources. And I hope you will, because again, it's for you. So I hope you take advantage of that. If you're watching here on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and hit the bell so you don't miss the next video. Every week, we're going to release at least two videos of content, production-based content, and then content like this, practical and tactical tips. Also, if you're listening to this on iTunes, don't forget to leave us a review. That really helps, helps spread the word and gets more people to get to hear these messages to inspire them in their journey. Thank you so much for hanging out, and we will see you next Friday at 5 a.m. Eastern. 
We want to help reach as many Christian indie artists and songwriters as possible. And one way we can do that is with your help. So if you could take a minute and leave us a review on iTunes, that would be so appreciated. This is how the iTunes algorithm will push this content out to more and more Christian indie artists and songwriters. So like I said, if you could just take a couple seconds, leave us a review, that would be so awesome. It means so much to us and we would really appreciate it.